Did not stay up for the entire Emmys, but um, what do I know? I I saw about I an hour. I stayed up as long as I could, and I got through the in memoriam. Oh, but the reason I had to bail out was because I was tired of being preached to. Well, it was. Uh, you stayed up much later than I did, but I did want to give a uh, shout out to uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I texted him gay videos right before he went on, uh, about five minutes before he went on. <laughs> Kimble, Kimble. I'm sure that, I, that got him ready for the show. <laughs> well, I texted it to his wife, and then she showed him, and he was startled because I guess he was in the zone of hosting. I just sent him pictures of guys making out and <laughs> uh, and then some um, female uh, women like women who like you know on like tiktok women who like bounce around and dance but they like uh -huh. shake their whole asshole in your yeah. face and everything i mean yes so ass streaks he performs better with a boner i know this because he's told me that in the past so. hey boner <laughs> he did a great job uh, but I he just, did a great job even the commercials were like preaching you couldn't get away from the preaching. I don't mind, you know, the stars giving a political speech, but when the commercials are all telling you what kind of human being to be, it's like there's no relief. Well, I'll tell you what, Robin. My feeling was this. Uh, we live in dire town times, and, you know, it really is dire. I've heard in past elections, I've been around a while now, and so have you, and I've heard in past elections where people go, this is the most important vote that you could ever have. And uh, I really do feel that way now. You know, in the past, you know, I was a big Bill Clinton fan. I thought he was a great president. So I thought it was important that, you know, the vote, it always seems important at the time. But there was a certain civility and a certain orderliness to the world. We were the leaders of the free world. Uh, every country looked up to us, even the communist countries. People in Russia were like, you know, hey, I want to get to the United States. Same with China, same with everywhere. We were the crown jewel of the world. And I really, in all my years, feel this is the most vital time to be preached to because there's madness. There's absolute but do madness you in really the world. really think that the people who need that information are into watching the Emmys? I don't know. I don't know, but anywhere you can get out the message, it's important. You know, I was watching. Well, you know how I felt about it? When I was a little girl, my brother flunked everything in one of one year of, you know, one season or semester you sure, of his classes. You sure he was your brother? Cause I mean, you, uh, had no problem in school. I mean, how did that happen? Well, then we'd have to question where his son came from because right. he was good at school too. Mm -hmm. But my brother like flunked everything. And so my mother wanted to punish him, and she took away TV. But she not only took away TV from him, she took away TV from me. Good. What? Smart. Yeah, you don't deserve TV. You should go study, too. Believe me, just because you were doing well didn't mean you couldn't fuck up. So I um, felt like that last night. Like, I don't do any of these things they're screaming about. Well. And I'm tired of listening to it. I liked Mark Ruffalo's speech. I know it was a little lengthy, but I think what he talked about was important. But, you know, the way I feel is this. You know how every year on The Bachelor, Chris Harrison always comes out and he says, and now the most dramatic season of The Bachelor ever. 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 Yeah. And you go, really? The most really? shocking ever. The most <laughs> shocking season of The Bachelor. You know how he says that? And you yeah. say to yourself... Is it really the most shocking? Or, come on, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, could, one year would you come out and say, this isn't the most shocking season. That was two seasons ago. But <laughs> it's a pretty good fucking season, and I think you're going to have a good time watching it. He'll never say that. But I do think this has been the most shocking um, four years, most shocking um, uh, year, past year, 2020, that I have ever encountered. Um, 
you know, one of my daughters lives in California and, and what's going on environmentally, not only here, but in the world. And you can't, there's only, there's good days and bad days that you go out to breathe the air. Right. It's so, it's so bad. And, um, you know, now Oregon, it's, it's because our environment is changing. The fires are out of control because we're, the planet's heating up and there's, there's a million things going on. And around the world, we're a joke environmentally. Now we've pulled out of the accords. We've, there's a, there's a there's a ton of shit going on in the world that is just fucked up, and I agreed with Jimmy that uh, it's good that they had the Emmys because you know on the one hand I say to myself, "Are you kidding me, Emmys in this environment?" But on the other hand, and I do agree with this, why not? Uh, people need an escape. People need some fun. People need a little glamour. It is fun to see uh, celebrities with all dressed up and carrying on, trying to be funny, some not so funny. Whatever it is, the overall effect gave you a feeling like, okay, this was part of the frivolousness of society, and we need some of that, too. In a society where we can't even go out to dinner without worrying that we're going to die, I thought during the Emmys, this nurse practitioner who got up and said, you know, they they honored the nurse practitioners. Yeah. And she said, I got COVID and man, I, I was pretty scared. It was pretty severe what happened to me. And, you know, but but here's here's the thing that did bother me about the Emmys. And again, kudos to Jimmy for a very difficult situation. And he was uh, charming and funny, kept things moving along. He had to be really the whole show and be the true master of ceremonies. I actually I, think they should do it this way all the time because it's it right along. It was better. It was actually better. All the nonsense wasn't there. What you do miss is the pageantry. You like seeing celebrities sitting with each other, what they wear. You know, people enjoy that. Well, kind that's, of, yeah. you know, the red carpet yeah. stuff. I tried to tune in, you know, like usually ABC an hour before the show or sometime they have this red carpet. I tune in like at seven and there's Steve Harvey doing family or celebrity family feud. Well, nothing wrong with that. Come on. So it's family <laughs> celebrity feud. You can't do better than that. I, um, <clears throat> Like, yeah, and there was no carpet. There was no wasting. I, I actually enjoyed the aspect of uh, when Mark Ruffalo gave a speech, his wife was so excited. It was almost annoying, but it was you never see that on the um, Emmys. They usually cut away from whoever they're with. You you know, this this was kind of interesting. Um, uh, seeing Hugh Jackman sitting next to his wife, for example, um, Debbie. And then you have uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo and his wife and. I thought that that was was kind of interesting. They kept the camera on her uh, even after she had accepted her award. And she started her, you like, she was like, mommy, mom, mom. And she ran off camera to go show her mother that she won an Emmy. Yeah. So there was some, so, you know, again, it wasn't the, um, it wasn't the easiest broadcast to pull off and, there were very few technical glitches. Some people could be heard better than others. But uh, aside from that, I know how difficult it is, even with our little show. It is a difficult technical feat to get the thing to sound right. I mean, what we go through when we have a guest and trying to get the sound and, you know, and sort of rehearse it. And it's 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 a lot to pull off technically. So the the Emmy goes to anyone who pulled that show off technically. But Here's 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 what bothered me about the Emmys, and this is what bothers me about our culture and what's going on right in this moment. And so get ready. I will preach to you. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to hear it, that's that's your business. I'm, I'm going to sleep again. <laughs> exactly. So I read that two of, uh, you know, the E! Television Network usually has a red carpet event before uh, the Emmys or any Oscars or any of these award shows. And the two hosts had to pull out because they got COVID, Juliana Rancic and Vivica Fox. And, you know, one of the guys was telling me who works here that he went on the social media for Juliana Rancic. And uh, there were several pictures days ago of her at a pool party parading around with her friends. No masks, nothing. And so the when you read that the two hosts got COVID, it's not a surprise. And I, And I have to tell you. There is such a confusion in this country. We, we see in some areas that COVID has been knocked down because of the masking and all of that other stuff. And it has been somewhat effective. And now they're talking about that summer is going away and that the, there's going to be an uptick in COVID cases. It's going to be really bad. People are going to be indoors more and COVID actually thrives in cooler weather, wetter weather. 
And uh, it is going to be uh, crazy. And, you know, when I read about this Julia Rancic having it, Juliana Rancic, you know, she is a, a cancer survivor, I believe. So what the fuck is she doing at a pool party with no one wearing masks? Now, the confusion that I saw at the Emmys and the, 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 the disturbing part that I saw, because this is how I view the world now. Watching people, especially the cast of Shit's Creek, which I will start watching. I've, I've been hesitant to watch. I've always heard it's a great show. I just don't like the word. I don't like shit in the title. I don't know. Call me a prude. But I, I don't like it. Like the fact that it was called Shit's Creek was a turnoff to me. I was like, oh, that's corny. But I, I've heard from everybody that's a great show and I will watch it. And especially now that it's on Netflix and it's accessible. It shows you the success of Netflix. This show was around for years. It wasn't on Netflix. Nobody gave a shit about Shit's Creek. Uh, it went to Netflix. Now everybody is watching it and seeing it. And, and so distribution is everything. But I, but I, I, I want to tell you this, and this is my main point watching this thing because I was going crazy. Whenever they would even cut to this Shit's Creek winning all these Emmys or you would cut to this one or that one, it seemed to me people were wearing masks and then two seconds later, they're kissing, hugging, and then taking off the masks, talking into the microphone without the mask, sharing the microphone. And I know it's just the fucking Emmys. But again, it's indicative to me of how confused and lax the rules really are about getting rid of this goddamn fucking pandemic. The, the And I'm pissed off because it's, again, a lack of leadership. I saw Dr. Sanjay Gupta on TV last night, and they said to him, in other words, if this guy was president, what the fuck would he do? First of all, he wouldn't tell people, masks, some, some people like masks, some people don't like masks, don't wear masks. I wish the president would be quiet about masks, not even say anything, as opposed to the message, oh, don't wear a mask. It, it, you know, if you want to wear one, go ahead, but I don't think, that, sometimes I wear one, you know, that wishy-washy horseshit. Sanjay Gupta, who's a medical guy, a, a scientist, said, you want to get rid of this thing? There's got to be an effort in this country to produce N95 masks, which there are still, to this day, into this pandemic, there are not enough N95 masks. If we had great masking, people could go out, people could function. It would cut down on the amount of COVID. Also, he indicated these plastic masks, the, the things that go over the face, the, the guards, the shield. And a president has to get up and say, OK, time to sacrifice, assholes. Enough of the bullshit. You want to get rid of this thing. Everyone. Teachers have to be protected if you want your kids to go back to school and you want to get back to normal. I am going to produce an amount of N95 masks. This government is that this is the purpose of government right now. We're jumping in. We're in a pandemic. We're in an emergency. N95 masks for everyone. You wear them. I was reading in Indonesia. They punish people who don't wear their masks. And they punish them by burying the dead COVID patients. Indonesia is ahead of us in terms of their effort to get rid of it in their country. Indonesia. And and we are so far behind. 200,000 dead. No one knows what the fuck to do. So you got Juliana Rancic running around at a party, with a pool party. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was an you old picture. You think Juliana Rancic hadn't heard? I think that Juliana Rancic, Rancic is a, a conf, is confused like everyone else. There are people who see their neighbors and friends running around. I'll tell you the truth. My own wife and I are trying to quarantine as best as possible. And it has a weird effect. We have friends who say, hey, come on over. We want to see. I had a friend last night contact. Hey, we'd love to see you guys. Can we come over? Just to drop by. We'll stay, we'll stay apart, you know. Uh, sure. Once you get together, people have a couple of drinks. They don't Well, stay that's apart. what the Emmy uh, showed me. People can't do this in right. groups, especially that's, when they're drinking. That's what I'm building to. The, 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 the fact is, oh, Vivica Fox was the one at the pool party. Juliana was on the water with people in Malibu. Whatever. You, you get my point. It's not that they don't understand. What's happening months into this thing, and now we're a good six months, seven months into it, where the public wasn't lied to, we're six months into it. The, the confusion becomes the people around you are like, you, like even my wife is in this with me, but she goes, hey, you know, so-and-so got together with so-and-so, and this one went with it. And you start to feel stupid. You start to feel like an idiot. 
Or maybe someone at work stops wearing masks. And then the other people feel kind of funny because now a couple of people aren't wearing masks and everyone's afraid to, to speak up and say, hey, how come no one's wearing a mask? There's a weird psychology when there's no leadership, when people are confused. The moron factor, the idiots who don't understand what the mask is doing, start to take over. The mo- I, When I went to school, there were so many morons with me when I was a young man that the moron becomes the, the leader. You see? The morons take over. All of a sudden, like, what are you worried about, Howard? Oh, you're such a neurotic. Oh, you're such a baby. You're such a... They shame you into wanting to get rid of this thing. We're in madness right now. We're in a mad, crazy world that I don't recognize. Leadership means everyone wear a mask. Everyone listen to the scientists. I'm not a scientist, but I'm going to introduce you to the three top scientists in the world on COVID, and we're all going to follow what they say. The head of the CDC just came out and said the mask is better than a vaccine. The moron confidence in this country, enabled by lack of leadership, the moron confidence, it's like where I went to school. The morons took over. You ever hear the expression, the inmates are taking over? Whatever that one was. (laughs) This is what's happening in our country. The inmates are running the asylum. Science is losing to moron confidence. I saw it on the Emmys. When people are with the mask and then they take it down, ha, ha, ha. It's a bad example. You're in a room with people. Even socially distancing at a certain point in the broadcast. It's insanity what's going on because there's no leadership. Uh, The head of the CDC said that a mask is better than the vaccine, as Robin just pointed out. Trump made the head of the CDC walk that back. Now, think about what just happened, what I just said to you. The head of the CDC, a scientist, a learned man, a mask is better than vaccine. And a a guy who knows nothing about science, nothing, nothing. Zero. It is so arrogant to fucking say, walk that back. There's madness in this country. Keep preaching. Uh, I know what you're saying, Robin. You know, you don't turn on TV to hear preaching, but it, it, we're in dire. We're in dire times. Um, you know. Well, all I'm saying one is of my I'm daughter, doing all the right things. One and of my I daughters preach too because well, nobody will we, listen. All right, but you're going to have to put up with it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, one of my daughters is a uh, frontline worker, a nurse, and she sees it every day. She's scared out of her mind. People are not wearing masks. She's trying to help. I see this. Uh, listen, this is insanity. What's going Look, I'm on going to in tell our country? You the craziest thing. I told you I had a friend who came down with COVID-19. Yeah. That was he like three weeks ago. He was in a hospital. This weekend, they sent me a picture of them at a restaurant. There you go. That's my point. There is no fucking leadership on this deal. 200,000 dead. And there'll be 200,000 more. And let's hope you're not one of them. That's it. We're playing Rush and Roulette, like Sal says. And I, yeah, I'm sorry. There, were, there are people who are not here now, and it <laughs> didn't have to be that way. That's right. So if we really want to get rid of this thing and get life back to normal, this is all bullshit time. We're all waiting around for somebody to be a leader. Um, You know. It, 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 this is ridiculous. The times we're living in. So well, let when me I watch something, so yeah, there's a woman now who's complaining because she was kicked off an airplane because her two year old would not keep on a mask. What do you do in a situation like that? Guidelines have to be set up, even for the airline industry, where there's some sort of partitioning plastic around certain seats you know like literally partitions around it 
If we're going to take this thing seriously and get our get our economy back, get people working again, get people seeing each other again, this is ridiculous. If we really want to do this, it's going to require the type of leadership that Franklin Roosevelt provided during World War II, uh, where everyone gets behind the scientists. Um, you know, in April, I remember reading the post office revealed a plan to mail a free mask to every American. Guess who shut it down, saying it would create panic? Look, where there's, there's the no other thing about our president. He thinks there's only one solution to a problem because he's so narrow minded. Either people are going to hear the truth in panic or I'm going to lie to them and keep everybody happy. And yeah. those are not the only two choices. Look, we're all adults. We need the reality. We need the truth. And then we react to it. Um, yeah, the morons are winning out. Trust me on this. I saw it growing up. I saw madness in my life. I had madness surrounding me everywhere. You can't let morons take over. And so. Well, when haven't the morons taken over? Uh, plenty of times. And peer pressure. What do you think that is? That's the, you know, when guys are taking brooms and shoving them up their teammates' asses, that's the morons taking over. All right. So anyway, let me, let me, let me just say when I watch the Emmys again, you know, you talk about liberal Hollywood and blah, 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 blah. Forget it. They're as confused as everyone else. They're running around like it was one big pool party. When I'm watching this thing, everyone's got a mask and then ha, 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 the mask comes off and everyone's hugging each other. And, and one guy I saw from Schitt's Creek go, Oh my God, I probably have COVID because uh, we just, we were keeping our distance. And now I just hugged you with our mask. He off. broke every rule. Yeah. He said, yeah. He broke every rule. Like it's not, it's, we need leadership. So I'm not going to preach anymore. That's my preach for the morning because I don't want to turn off my my beautiful Robin. But <laughs> we are in dire times. This is the most dire. You know, the, the, forget about it. This coronavirus is not going away on its own. It is not going to just suddenly go away. It's here. It's thriving. It's going to thrive now that the weather's cooling down in, in many parts of the country. And because everyone is relaxing. And starting to um, let whatever leadership we had on this, whatever you could get from the TV or the, the CDC when they sneak out a secret <clears throat> message to you, is what's going on. But the but the Sanjay Gupta's got it right. Everyone gets an N95 mask. We build them like we build cars. N95. Everyone has one. Everyone has to wear one. Plastic masking. Let's get rid of it. I mean, I'm watching this Shit's Creek. The oldest guy in the Shit's Creek room had his mask on wrong. The nose was hanging out. It's a joke. Yes. People are, and then they get it, and they and they die, or they have serious complications for months, and they go. They have to, you know. You know it, it's insane. It, it, this is madness. There's no leadership. Everyone's walking around doing their own thing. You saw it on the Emmys. It made me Russian mental. Roulette. Russian roulette. Thank you, Sal. Russian roulette. There's the voice of reason, Sal. It was like Russian roulette. Russian roulette. Russian but that's roulette. why I don't go out because people can't be trusted. There you go. That's exactly right. Do the right thing. I just know there's there's nothing going on right now in our country that makes any sense, particularly our position in the world and how we re interact with the other countries on this too. There's no national effort going on. There's no, no international effort. Yeah, everybody's nothing. doing their own thing. Uh, doing their own thing. And that's what you saw reflected at the Emmys. People doing their own thing. And, um, you know, uh, Will Murray, who is a writer on a head writer on our show, knows a, a young, healthy guy who needs a heart transplant after having mild COVID. Now, listen to me. They're downplaying this shit. You heard the words from the man himself. I downplayed it. This is nothing to be fucked with. If you care about your children and your grandchildren and you want to go back to normal, you want to eat in a restaurant, there's ways to do it. There's ways to save our, uh, uh, to save the situation, but it's going to require hard people, a hard work from people. Over 198,000 people have died in the United States from COVID. 
198,000 people. So, you know, look, I know it's preachy. I haven't been uh, talking, uh, I haven't been preaching at all, actually. I've, I've decided to, I gave up. I'm, I'm thinking you're all adults and you'll make up your own minds. But when I was watching the Emmys and I see people can't figure out how to wear a fucking mask the right way and how to keep socially distant, I didn't see any social distancing on that Emmys last night. I saw well, people sitting at tables. Jennifer Aniston t- standing like 12 feet away from Jimmy, but the next, by the time they were done, she was right next to him. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, uh, those rooms full of people, that Shits Creek, again, I'm going to watch it. It looks like a funny show. Uh, but I love Catherine O'Hara and I love, uh, Eugene Levy from back in the, the old days. But I got to tell you, they're taking the mask off. They're taking the mask on. They're, they're hugging. It's, it's a big joke, but there's no fucking joke over here. That's right. Your hero is telling you something. Look, they're not um, only, uh, you know, Will said he has a friend who is looking for a heart transplant. Yep. They are also now, if young kids, you know, who play high school sports, if they get COVID-19, they now want them to have a full cardiac workup. There you before go. Or they will allow them to go back and play. Yeah, everybody's doing their own thing. Let me tell you, President Stern, not everyone would be doing their own thing. We'd have a real fucking policy. It wouldn't be, okay, wing it, whatever you feel like doing. It wouldn't be that way. It'd all be over already. Would have been over months ago. You know, there was another one of those motorcycle rallies in the... I saw. I watched the news. I want to throw up from from this. Yeah, we got to be free. No masks. Bullshit. We'll ride our bikes no matter what. (laughs) There were 875 new cases of COVID in all of Canada yesterday. U.S. had 36,000 cases. The U.S. had, listen to what I just said, 875 new cases in all of Canada, the United States, 36,000 new cases. Indonesia, I told you, they're getting rid of it. We can get rid of it. Let's start looking to Canada for what to do. Sad. Canada used to be total bullshit. Now Canada's doing better than we are. Canada was bullshit. It was U.S. light. You understand? They had to sit there and force their people to listen bullshit. to Canadian musicians on the radio. Bullshit. Even the Canadians didn't want to listen to them. Now they're laughing at us. Good. Keep going. Here is the great former governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who wants to weigh in on all of this. Go ahead, Governor. Hey, Howard, have you heard the big news? Governor Newsom says we're allowed back in the gym. <laughs> well, you know, again, going into the gym will be fine if everyone would abide by the rules. Right, Governor? Uh, my muscles have been wasting away. I've become soft and flabby like Ronnie's penis without a cock ring. Ah! Yeah, I, I saw you on TV saying uh, you wanted to get back into the gym. You love the gym. Yeah, of course. But you know what I like the most, Howard? The yoga pants. Yeah. (laughs) Whoever invented those is a genius. Every gym is now a camel toe city. I can see the meat (laughs) curtains from across the room. Ah, And nobody, please, don't tell them that we can see your pussy meat. Ah, You know, the reason I love you, Governor, is, you know, (laughs) listen, you famously, you know, you fucked your maid, you got into a lot of trouble, it cost you a divorce, the whole thing. You love the women at the gym. That's why I love you. You're so honest. That's what he missed. He didn't miss the working out. 20 reps (laughs) with my penis. All right. I I said. I'm going to go to the gym and do 20 reps with my penis. Yeah. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, you're going to see the girls in the yoga pants and you're going to see their meat and then you're going to get hard. I'm going to get Robin to spot me. Then she can drop the weights on my balls. Oh, I'll come so hard. Oh, come on, do it. Do it now. Yeah. 
You know what they say, no pain, no drain of my balls when I jizz. <laughs> Heart loads everywhere. All right. Thank you, Governor. Those gyms are opening for him. Yeah. King of All Blacks is on the phone. A lot of people are digging King of All Blacks lately. He kind of did really? a big... He's getting fans? He's getting fans. He um, This pandemic <laughs> is going on too long. He is... Uh, I'm telling you, he people like how he was with Ronnie. People how he liked how he was... The other day on the air, I'll, I'll read you some of the uh, comments. He, he got a couple of pro I love uh, comments. It. I love it. Here, I'll tell you. By the way, uh, people loved... Well, what did you want to say, King? Go ahead. I just want to say, today, I understand when you don't want to talk about politics or all of this stuff, but you have to talk about this all day. This is crazy mm. what's going on, man. It, it is it, crazy. It's, the, the, Ruth Gator ben, Ginsburg died, and and this idiot comes on and says... I'm going to push through somebody. That's This is making me hate, not hate. This is making me dislike Obama because he didn't say anything when they, when they, um, when they, um, what do you, what do you call when, it? When you're trying to say push. that you're upset that Obama didn't fight hard enough to get his, because he had a year left in office and he couldn't look. When they when Ruth when, when, Gator Binsberg yeah. died this weekend. Would you, did you say Ruth Gator Binsberg? That's what he said. <laughs> no, Ruth Gator. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just Ruth because this time. I'll tell you usually, why. Uh, usually, the, I don't. I'll tell you why uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a great, um, um, a great Supreme Court justice. Real quick, because people go, why are why are people carrying on? Well, she actually helped all of us, men and women. Um, she was someone who was into equal rights for people. And what, what do I mean by that? Very simple stuff that she voted for. Um, when Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg, um, was on the Supreme Court. And I'm going back to about 1970 ish. Don't forget, Bill Clinton appointed her. And, uh, when she sat on the Supreme Court, things that she changed, things that she helped shape the opinion on. Do you know in the seventies, women, Still had to have a man co-sign for them if they wanted to buy a house. If you wanted to take out a mortgage. Now, let's say you had money and you were a woman. You still needed a man as if you were a little kid. You mean I couldn't have bought my own house? Nope. You would have had to have had a man sign. If you were taking out a mortgage, you would not be able to get a mortgage at a bank without co-signer. Wow. Which was absolutely absurd. Think yeah, it didn't it. matter if you had money. What 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 was the man's signature well, all about? Also to open a bank account, a credit card, if you wanted a credit card, a man would have to sign with you. In other words, all the men were uh responsible. A woman would flake out and not pay her bills, and so they had to have someone on I the line. I get my period and not pay my bills. <laughs> right. Who know or you would um oh you would just like Kind of say, I can't get work, or, or you know, men are the real workers. That was uh, that. Ad- this is nineteen seventy, right. not that this long ago. This is not ago. long ago. Yeah. Um, and um, and so when she, you know, oddly enough, when she would have these opinions, not everybody shared them. And now we look back on it and we go, "Oh, that's fucking crazy." And I'll tell you yeah, what, man, how could that happen? So there's another thing that used to go on that um, if a If a woman's husband died, you're now a widow, all right, you could get uh, benefits. Yeah, his Social Security benefits would kick in for you and the family. You could get your husband, because how else would you support your kids? Did you know that men, when their wives would die, would not get Social Security benefits? They could not get their wives' Social Security Hmm. benefits. And men had to go to work, too, and support these kids. And they kids. had kids. And, uh, and they okay. had no child care. So what did Ruth Bader Ginsburg get behind? Equal rights for men to get these benefits. So, you know, it's that kind of common sense on a book. Now, why is she so full of common sense? I'll tell you why. Because she's a bright woman. This is a woman. I think she went. she met her husband at Harvard. You know, they went to Harvard Law School together. Something she was like, the know, first in her class at Columbia. 
first in her class at Columbia, then went to Harvard Law and met her husband there. These are top people, brilliant academics who you want in charge of the Supreme Court, who know how to think through the long-term effects of something. Not these fucking yonkles who just will vote on one issue, who are kind of mediocre judges who barely have experience on the federal level. Come on. And are listening the, to some but don't you, but, made up person but to Howard, help them make decisions. Don't you see the big. Don't right. you see All right. the I don't want to, I don't want to talk politics anymore. I've avoided no, know, it for the last couple of months. I, I got to get out of this, King, right. but, but let's talk well, let about. Let me just say one thing. Yeah. Right. Just one thing. One thing. He's, Donald Trump is not only right. trying to push this. Wait, come on. Come on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. matter. Why can't I tell you? Yeah, but I know. We know about Trump. We know there are people who support Trump. We know there are people who are against. I I I got to stop. And we know what happened in 2016. We don't need to go back over it. We know what's going on. And the only reason I erupted this morning. See what's happening with Robin? See what's happening with Robin? The only reason I erupted. The only reason I erupted this morning was because when I was watching the Emmys, I was watching my buddy Jimmy, who I thought, again, did a great job. But I'm watching these people not social distance, not take the mask seriously. There is a lack of leadership on top, and people are confused. They don't know what's real and what isn't. That's it. End of sentence. You disagree with me. Go fuck yourself. If you agree with me, you're smart. But let me ask you something, Howard, because all of those people who were on the Emmys last Don't hang night. Up on me, Howard. What? Yes, Robin, keep talking. All of those people who were on the Emmys last night, they're not dumb people. No, they're Why not Why are dumb. they confused? They're confused because here's what's happening. On the national level, there should be such an effort. We, we, we don't know we're at war with a virus. We don't know this. People see their, I'm telling you, I see the psychology, even in my own, with my wife. She goes, but all our friends are getting together. You know, they, people don't. She starts un- to get swayed. Yeah, you start to think, oh, you know, maybe I can let my guard down. It's, you know, everyone else is getting together. I guess it's okay. You, you get confused. If you had a scientist coming on every day, telling you where we're at with the numbers. Here's your co- Here's your N95 mask. Here's your plastic shield. This is the rule. This is how you go to places, reminding you, telling you, schools set up this way, teaching it in schools. Well, get rid of this fucking thing. But it's good that the celebrities preach, but they need to walk the walk, too. It it, it was an excellent example last night of an opportunity for people to show you how to wear a mask. People are confused, and they're letting their guard down. They don't understand, and they think they're not going to get it. And then when you get it, you're looking for a heart transplant. And then they know somebody who got it and was no big deal. So they think it's no big deal for them. And that's true. A lot of people will get it and we think won't have any long-term effects. We don't know any, we don't still don't know jack shit about this. And then there are people who have had it and they think they've got total immunity now because of their antibodies. And And then you have morons run around without their masks and they they flaunt their antibodies. Then you have morons who go, oh, we don't have it in our area. Well, of course you don't have it in your area yet. Can't see it then, in the air. Yeah, right. And then they go, uh, also they go, uh, oh, come on, it's a hoax. And then, you know, you first hear them say it and you go, oh, who would listen to these kooks? I hear other people now saying, oh, maybe it is a hoax. Maybe it's not as bad as they don't know. All right, let's drop Why it. Why do you think we're also because, so uh, susceptible? Don't, don't hang up. I'm not hanging up. You already Shut said up. one thing. Yeah. Um, why are we so susceptible to false information? Because I'll tell you why. Oh, I'm not asking you. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because Prevalent. there's a mass psychosis going on right now. We've got leadership shutting down the CDC, telling them to walk back statements. We have leadership saying, you don't need a mask. You don't, it, it, it's ridiculous. We don't need testing. We don't need tracing. It'll just add to the numbers. We're hearing craziness from the government. So mm-hmm. now there's no leader. You ever been in an example where a bunch of people are in a room and they got to get something done and no one takes leadership? No one takes over. It's just people yapping, people, mass confusion. 
if 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 this Sanjay Gupta was the president, he would tell you is the only way out. I'm giving you an N95. Wear it every day. You don't wear it. There's going to be a punishment. You got to put on plastic shield masking when you're teaching, when you're around kids, when you're, you know, and there would be leadership and there wouldn't be confusion. This nuttiness when there's nobody in the room leading, it becomes nuts. Uh, people become nuts. But it's and, even and worse saw than it, that. And you saw it on the yeah. Emmys last night because these people, it was a perfect example. The well, room, that's why everyone's I was very disheartened. Yeah, people start wearing masks. Two seconds later, the masks are off. Common sense is gone. Fear is gone of this virus. And we're never going to get back to normal. All right, King, let's get back to you. And you got some positive feedback from the fans. And I'm going to read it to you. All right, there we go. Uh, we released the video of the Whack Pack Happy Hour on the SiriusXM app. <laughs> and the fans thought it was hilarious, and mostly because of King of All Blacks. He was very good on it. Uh, you guys got to love a good train wreck. Best video ever. I needed a good laugh. Uh, I could watch this all day, although it made me realize how much I miss Eric the actor. God bless Shuli for facilitating the meeting. Um... Here, listen to this. This is about King of All Blacks. I love that King of All Blacks got lumped into the Whack Pack happy hour. <laughs> and I love even more that he was insulted by it. That was funny. <laughs> King of All Blacks gets a lot that of shit, but funny. I swear he's batting 750 right now by making me laugh between his latest calls to the show and now this Whack Pack happy hour. Saying that medicated Pete looked like he was in a funhouse mirror was hysterical. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a little cruel, but okay, yeah. whatever. I mean, I uh, we were against bullying. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, was just, I was just, I was just, I was just telling him something that he already knew. Like he, he already knew that he looked like that. So I was just telling him. Hey, listen to this. A lot of the fans were enamored with how good Marianne from Brooklyn looks. Mm. I can't believe how attractive Marianne from Brooklyn is. That voice makes you think she has a face for radio. She is hot. Listen to this one. Marianne from Brooklyn is a certified MILF. And then finally, before seeing Marianne in her sexy fuck me librarian glasses, I never thought I would masturbate to a video that has the title Whack Pack Happy Hour. So Marianne from Brooklyn. Congratulations to Marianne. Although I did think it was kind of rapey, that story Marianne was telling and King of All Blacks. King yeah, of All Blacks was walking behind her and he had a boner oh, and uh, it was rubbing into her. I mean, come on. What I is mean, that? if she had complained, I think he might have gotten some charges. <laughs> yeah, I think he might have gone to jail. <laughs> I mean, what was it you were wearing? You were wearing sweatpants. Not, not only sweatpants, they were... Um, they were uh, the Nike. It was some exclusive Nike suit I had on. Something I had on, and 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 remember, this was ten, fifteen years ago. She was fine as hell back then. Marianne from Brooklyn was fine as hell back then, and I had a little. I had a couple of drinks, and I don't know. It's just I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just, you know, I was feeling it. <laughs> feeling it. She wasn't By mad the way, at uh... me. Look at this. Uh, on that topic, uh, we got a nice email about King. Way to go, King of All Black. Signed, Harvey Weinstein, all the way from prison, wrote in. Uh, he liked it. He liked that story. You know, while I, I know, do it. I know no means no. Yeah, I know you know. Kind of. All right. What? Um, but, but just let me just say this. Please, please, because I want people to know what's, what's going on. Because I didn't care about this type of stuff before. But now I see it. What's happening is they're trying to put in the Supreme Court justice so if the election in a month away, a couple of months away, goes by this way, the Supreme Court would say that President Trump is going to be the president. They're going to rule. All right. I think most people are aware of that. All right. Thank you, King. Thank you. Oh, by the way, while the King is on the phone, I should mention, too, it's an epidemic now. Not only the uh, not only the COVID nineteen is an epidemic, but uh, I sh- I read another story in the paper that a woman who is white has uh, now been found out. She was to posing be... as black. She's white. 
And she's been she was, faking it again. You got to hear this. How much this, fun is it to be black? <laughs> well, you know, let, just listen to this. The name uh, of this person is C.V. Vitolo Haddad. Not only do these white people become black, but they give themselves these radical names. None of them are right. like Bob Smith or, uh, you know, Jane Doe. They're, they've got that Muslim kind of sounding name, you know, C.V. Vitola Haddad. She must be something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess she's one of those. She identifies as they or them. She's also a they. Oh, uh, you know. Wow, she's got everything. Right. She's not she, she's they. She's got it all. They resigned from the teaching job at the University of Wisconsin-Madison that they were holding while they were uh, also a grad student. And uh, she said she, they said she was black, however you put it. Well, did she write that on applications to get degrees and grants and stuff? That's what I'm thinking. You know, it's got to bug black people that the, the few advantages you might have as a black person, white people are not claiming to be black to get those advantages. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, it's kind of reverse. It's well, kind of racist. Those, the, the thing about those cases where white people try to uh, come off as black, like you just said, is that really the black community itself doesn't get upset at them. They, they, um, in a, in a weird way, they admire it. It's the liberal whites or the whites that get them. Who did you talk to, or is this just your opinion? I'm telling you. Well, he told me. He told me a while ago. He said he sees it as flattering when white people want to (laughs) be black. Well, that's him. (laughs) Don't tell me how I feel. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. But why would you feel insulted that I'm not insulted? I just think it's crazy. Yeah, but but you should feel you should feel um admi- that should be admired that she wanted to be. You just said oh, yourself, just stop it. Why do I black. why do I care who's black and who's not? Yeah, but you just and said that some white person want to wants black. to pretend to be black. You're so crazy. Yeah, but you just said two minutes ago. Why would a woman, why would somebody want to be black? You just said. Why that. would somebody want to be anything but what they are? That's what I'm saying. No, you didn't say that two minutes ago. You said I why didn't would say what you're trying to tell me. I said. <laughs> well, wow, where people where where that? where people get upset, King? Let's say there's an opportunity for a black person to, at a university. Because they're black. And they're looking for a black person to fill that role. Right. In order to try to make things fair. And then a white person who's pretending to be black gets it. You see? That's where the upset comes. in a program. That's a problem few between. But when the head of the NAACP. People have had jobs and placements. When somebody's in charge of the NAACP and they're white, but they're posing as black, you can see why somebody might get upset about that. And no? the woman, right, the so other woman, was on the faculty of the Black Studies at George Washington University, or one of those schools. All right, so let me ask you a question. If that's the case, if that's the case, how, and they were pretending to be black, that means that they got that job because they were black. They didn't say, oh, yo, I'm white. They they would say they were pretending to be black. So the people that hired them thought they were black. And you know she's only black when it's convenient. When she gets pulled over by a cop, she's probably white. You know what I mean? Well, if things yeah, really know, go down, she it's might not. be black even for a traffic light. But if things really go down, she's going to be white. <laughs> anyway, this woman, C.T. Vitalo Haddad, uh, here I have tape of her talking. What's her real name? Names too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what a real. Let's see, maybe I do have a real name. What does it say in the article here? The black people love those names. They love those names like that. So here you go. She they, plays, they, got they. the right name. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> The point of this is that capitalism is not just an economic system that organizes production and distribution. Capitalism, like any society-shaping concept, also enforces a set of social relations. At times, the government leverages capitalism's ability to shape our perception of each other to gain support for wealth gap-widening policies. And they're all like, um, all these white uh, people pose as black. 
They're all authorities. Uh, you yeah. know, they know what's wrong. Except they're, they're of course, they're fucking crazy because they're going around <laughs> pretending they're black. <laughs> the one last week, well, she I wouldn't go. I don't, I don't she wouldn't go to her mother's. Hello, she wouldn't go to her mother's funeral because she could have been found out. Right, fucking crazy. All right, King. Yeah, but what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they're crazy. I would say that they're they see something in black people that may be something that we don't you see need in, somebody in to see something in black people and then want to pretend to be them is that what you need we, we, we need anything to get a leg up and if, you if, need if validation white by white over. people see that's part of the problem you want somebody to validate your worthiness and that's ridiculous yeah because they put the stamp on it like yeah, but you don't have to have take the stamp or need the validation. You think you think if a black man owned Gucci, that black people would want to wear Gucci? Do you really think that? <sighs> they wore that. What was that? Kango or whatever it was. Wasn't that a black man? Yeah. And they wore uh, that. Ooh. So shut up with your nonsense. That that was years ago, and that was a smoke. <sighs> it still happened. I, listen, listen. We, I don't think that lady was. I feel sorry for her because now she's, you know, she she's can't be black anymore. <laughs> yeah, but black people didn't shun her. White people did. Black, black people, people don't shun anybody. Look at the white. Look at the no. Look at the white kid that went up in the church. They was like, "Oh, baby, come on in the church." And he done shot up the whole church, and the next day, they the black people forgave him. Did you see that? Uh, so what? Yeah, because they we they, they're just enamored, like you know I me. Mean? They 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 they, they you. So why don't you talk about you? You are enamored. I cannot stand when somebody gets killed like that. And then they find some big fat black woman to say, "Oh, he's he, oh God, uh, uh, God loves him." Why is it God always a big fat black woman? 